Do you ever have an idea, like an idea that hits you of like, oh, that's really good, but then either go to execute it and it's like, it just feels clunky or kind of sit there with it and it just doesn't feel like the right time. Uh, I do this silent retreat uh, once a year with a couple of friends and uh, it's one of my favorite things I do every year. And a silent retreat can sound intimidating either when I tell friends about it, they're either like, man, that sounds amazing. Or they're like, that sounds like the worst thing ever. I'm never doing that. And man, there is something about uh, getting quiet and letting the snow globe of life just settle down. And it is really hard to do that when you have a lot of inputs or you're talking. And when you shut both of those things down and you do nothing, hike, read, no screens, no phone, no talking for a couple days, man, things get clear. And uh, on my last silent retreat back in the first part of the year, or yeah, back in the spring, uh, an idea struck me. And I find that happens a lot when the snow globe settles down. When the snow globe settles, I feel like the the intuition ramps up drastically the God downloads increase quite a bit. And anyway, I was sitting on the side of this hill in the forest, hiking a couple hundred yards off a hiking trail, kind of in this valley. And uh, a, a very strong thought came to mind out of nowhere. And it was, let me teach you how to do nothing so that later I can teach you how to do something. And that's been in my mind for, I don't know, six, seven months now. And it's something I've thought about most every day. And as I've thought about it, prayed about it, and meditated on it and whatnot, a shorter version of it is just wait and watch. <laughs> just wait. You just just chill out right now. Nothing to do. Just wait. Wait and watch. Wait and watch. Wait and watch. Wait and watch. And um, and that, that's felt clear. Like a general life posture is don't strive. Don't reach. Don't make things happen. And what's difficult about that is I have a good bit of my identity over the last 10 to 15 years has been in making things happen. I'm the guy who does things. I'm the guy who takes an idea and executes it well and fast. And the download I got on that silent retreat was stop doing that. Let me teach you. I've taught you how to do something. No, let me teach you how to do nothing. So that later when you go back to doing the something again, uh, it'll be even easier. It'll be even better. It'll be different and upgraded. So I've just been sitting in that awkwardness for the last however many months and, uh, and yeah, that's been, <laughs> that's been hard, hard in lots of ways. When you are the person who does X and then you stop doing X, it is, I don't know, it's like a whole nother way to walk and talk and live. Anyhow, I was reading scripture the other day. Actually, no, I was going outside. It was early in the morning. I was going to the hot tub. It's kind of that time of year. It's starting to get cool in the morning. So hopping out to the hot tub, I'm just kind of sitting in this little Christian meditation thing. And an idea came to mind. And it was, uh, it kind of took me to the end of the book of Exodus in the Bible. And the end of the book of Exodus, the entire book of Exodus is mostly Israel uh, at Mount Sinai receiving their kind of covenantal law. Moses is on the mountain. He's getting all the details and downloads. And then he comes off the mountain. And while he's on top of the mountain, there's a cloud on the mountain. And when he goes, he goes up, I think. I could be wrong here. Somebody fact check me seven times 
I think he goes on top of the mountain uh, several times, three times, seven times, a lot of times, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And every time he goes up, he goes into the cloud. And the cloud is depicted all throughout the Bible as being kind of the God hotspot. Like it's the spot of his located presence. Anyhow, so as they're leaving Egypt, the cloud guides them out. And then as they get to Sinai, the cloud goes on top of the mountain and Moses goes, ends it, communes with God, receives from God. And then as they leave Sinai, the cloud comes down from the mountain and, uh, and hovers over their tabernacle, the tent, the meeting. And the very last like six verses of Exodus are really fascinating. It says, I'm going to paraphrase. I don't have it pulled up in front of me. Actually, I should pull it up in front of me. Stand by. I'm going to pull it up. It's worth reading. Let's see. Pulling up my Bible app. It is behaving poorly on me right now. All right, here we go. Exodus 40. Very last few verses. This is what it says. Okay, so remember the cloud led them out of Egypt. The cloud went to the top of the mountain. Moses went into the cloud, communed with God, downloaded the Ten Commandments, downloaded all the laws, downloaded the blueprints for the temple and tabernacle and all the things. Finishes all that stuff, does and goes and makes all the things, and then it's time to head out. Finally, after I think three years of being camped out at the bottom of Mount Sinai, the whole book of Exodus, it's time to leave. And this is what he says. Throughout all of their journeys, whenever the cloud was taken up from over the tabernacle, the people of Israel would set out. So when the cloud rose up over the tabernacle and like headed out, they would head out and follow it. But if the cloud was not taken up, if it's just still sitting there on top of the tabernacle, then they did not set out till the day that it was taken up. For the cloud of the Lord was on the tabernacle by day, and fire was in it by night, in the sight of all the house of Israel throughout all of their journeys. So that is a wild, like, I don't know why I've never cued into this. You had this whole nation of millions of people, bottom of the mountain, tent tabernacle thing in the middle of it, a giant cloud sitting over top of it, and the instructions to them were, whenever the cloud sits there and stays still, you stay still. Whenever the cloud moves, you pack up and follow the cloud wherever it goes. As soon as it sits back down, sit back down and camp. When I'm ready for you to go, follow the cloud. Follow me. And I've been thinking about this a good bit with my wait and watch kind of word download, because I think it's related to personal life, business, marriage, parenting, I think it's related to all of those areas of my life. And I think the the takeaway for me is this, that sometimes you get an idea. God gives you a thought, inspiration, a word. You have an aha moment, a stroke of genius, whatever you want to call it. Your intuition cranks up and you know you should do a thing. But just because you receive the idea does not mean the cloud is lifted. It does not mean you should go do it right now. For me, it means I take the idea, I write it down so I don't forget it. I hold it. And I wait. I wait for the cloud to go. I wait for God to give me the green light to start the thing. Just like King David, he was anointed by Samuel when he was around 15 years old. But it was almost another 15 to 20 years before he actually became king. And the trick, the key for Daniel was he didn't overly pursue it. He didn't make it happen. He didn't go kill Saul. He had plenty of opportunities to take out Saul, but he didn't. He waited and he watched. He waited and he watched. He waited and he watched. He waited till the cloud moved. And the guy just took out Saul and he became king with no fanfare. So the idea of the stroke of genius for me does not mean immediate execution. It means awesome. All right. I know a thing that is going to most likely happen now. 
I need to wait and watch. I need to wait to the right time. I need to wait till the cloud moves and follow. And then everything takes care of itself. Most coaches and consultants who have a resource that they give away online aren't leveraging their thank you page, also referred to as a confirmation page, the way they should. Your thank you page is actually an opportunity to generate additional traffic to your website if you do the right things to make it go viral. This month only, I'm giving away my viral thank you page playbook, which includes everything you need to make your thank you page become a viral traffic source to your website, resulting in a lot more leads for you. You can grab it for free this month only at growthtools.com forward slash free. Again, that's growthtools.com forward slash free.